This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. Hello and welcome back to the Betting Weekly podcast brought to you by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. The show in which we look ahead to the upcoming weekend's English Premier League fixtures. As always, I'm your host, Harry Simu, and I'm delighted to be joined by the brilliant and the main man, Mr. Nigel Seeley. Nigel, how are you doing, sir? Very well, Harry. Looking forward to the Premier League. Getting, getting exciting now because it's coming towards the end of the season. Uh, on a good run as well of winners at the moment, so that's pretty good as well. But it's coming towards the end of the season. Uh, lots of action at the top and the bottom of the Premier League. The bottom of the Premier League is, is really hotting up. And so is the top with Manchester City and Liverpool having a bit of a title race as well. And, and obviously the, the chase is for fourth place. So there's a lot to play for. There absolutely is. And there's lots and lots of fixtures coming up. They're more heavily weighted to the Sunday uh, this time around, just because of European commitments and uh, and various other bits and pieces. The Premier League looking to squeeze games in that were, of course, postponed earlier on in the season. So uh, it is a bit of a top-heavy weekend in the Sunday's favour. But let's start with the Saturday games and let's start with the early kickoff. Brighton take on Liverpool at the Amex Stadium. Your thoughts on this one, Nigel? Yeah, just before we go into the game, that's we haven't got a, a bet cast this week, have we? Because of that reason. I mean, there's only one game uh, at the traditional three o'clock English uh, time, which is uh, uh, 10 o'clock uh, Eastern time in the morning. So there's only one game. So that's why we have got no uh, Bet Rivers uh, bet cast this week. So we, we're back in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, let's have a look at this game. Brighton against Liverpool. Bet Rivers make Brighton plus 540. Liverpool are minus 195. With the draw at plus 340. Um, Everyone's going to put Liverpool in as their, their bet, aren't they? I, I think they're going to be in a lot of parlays this week. Um, and really, when you look at the statistics, it's very, very hard not to make a case for them. I mean, Brighton have lost uh, their last four now. Only one winning 10. The goals have completely dried up. Uh, they've only scored one goal in their last five matches. Uh, Liverpool did lose 1-0 to Inter Milan in the Champions League, but they'd already had a 2-0 advantage. So you can forgive them that. Uh, prior to that, they're on a great winning run. Um, they've kept clean. The, the thing that's really probably satisfying for Liverpool fans is their defence. Um, we all know how good they are going forward, and Diaz has come in and made it. it, it um, is it Diaz? There's a close to kind of. Is it yeah, Luis Diaz. Diaz. I, was, I was getting confused. Yeah, Luis Diaz has come in and he's been. Um, he's made them even stronger going forward. So we knew that Liverpool, that was Liverpool's strength, but defensively, they've looked really good in recent weeks. Six clean sheets, six, six shutouts. In their last eight games, Matip, uh, the centre-half alongside Van Dijk, has been made the Premier League Player of the Month. So that gives shows you the sort of Liverpool what we're seeing at the moment. And with Brighton struggling for goals and struggling for form, um, you would expect Liverpool to win. And I know minus 195, will, not many people will bet it in their as singles, but in parlays they'll put Liverpool in. But uh, Liverpool to win to nil is plus 170 here. And I think if you were looking for Liverpool and an angle to get with Liverpool, that Liverpool to win to nil, given how poor Brighton are 
scoring goals at the moment and how strong that Liverpool defence is. So Liverpool to win to nil would probably be the angle of attack and a much more attractive plus 170 rather than taking a minus 195. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, couldn't agree more. Moving on, uh, a big game at the bottom of the table. The only game that kicks off at 3pm UK time this weekend, as Nigel mentioned, Brentford take on Burnley. Big game for both sides, this. It's a huge match for both sides. Obviously, Brentford coming with a massive win against Norwich um, last weekend. Uh, Ivan Tony, their top goal scorer from last season in the Championship, got a hat-trick, which, was, which will be huge for him. I think he'll be a popular play to score any time or to score the first goal with Bet Rivers. But one of the reasons why I um, we didn't do the Bet cast because there was only one game, and this was the one game. And um, do you know what? I don't think there's going to be much action in this game. It's not exactly a glamour tie. No, it's going to be very, very low scoring. If you look at the odds for this match, uh, Brentford are the favourites at plus 118, um, Burnley are plus 270, and the draw is plus 220. I've got a sneaky feeling it might be a draw. I think a draw here is a great result for both sides. It's another point towards safety. There's some big matches at the bottom of the table. Leeds play Norwich and a huge match at the bottom of the table. So a point here will be another point towards safety for both sides. And I think if you spoke to both managers now, prior to the game, I think they'd probably take a draw here. So I'm leaning towards the draw. The nil-nil detector, which is charging up just behind me over there, that is, um, that's already bleeping for the nil-nil in this game. I think that could be, or, or maybe one-one draw. But definitely under two and a half goals, a low-scoring draw. Uh, Burnley this season have been involved in 12 draws in the Premier League. And just given hardly anything between the two of them in the form, hardly anything between the two of them on the league table, and given a point will probably ease them towards uh, another point towards safety. And I think it will be a good point for both sides. So I quite like the draw here at plus 220. Good stuff. Manchester United take on Spurs, the two competing in the race for the top four. That's the late game on Saturday. Uh, both sides have been a little bit up and down in the last few months. So how do you see this one? I think this is probably the hardest game in, in, to call on the, on the fixture list if you look at the Premier League. I mean, Manchester United are the favourites at plus 118. Would you trust them at plus 118? Um, plus, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet Man United. I mean, I know they got beat by Manchester City 4-1, but the second half performance from Manchester United was atrocious. There's something not right with Ronaldo. I, I, I don't care what you say. There's something not right. This guy never missed a game for, for, for the last two years, for three or four years for Real Madrid or Juventus. Wanted to play on everyone. He's been. He's got injuries. There's something not right there. I don't know if he's fallen out with the manager or he, he's, he's thrown his toys out the pram and doesn't want to play for this inadequate team. But there's definitely something not right there. And then you've got Tottenham who you just haven't got any idea what Tottenham side are going to show up. I mean, I know they won 5-0 against Everton in their last game, but really that was an abysmal performance from Everton. You know, don't take anything away from, from Tottenham. They're clinical when they put the goals, balls in the back of the net, but they could have won by more, really. Everton were that bad. Um, but they're 235. The draw is 255. I really, really, really couldn't put steer you in any direction. I can make claims for all three of the outcomes in this game. Um, and I couldn't trust either side um, with anyone's money. So it's a difficult one. The other thing is, well, Manchester United have a big, big Champions League game against Atletico Madrid, which they've got one eye on that. So that's, I always like to oppose teams ahead of Champions League games. So that gives Tottenham some kind of edge for me. But um, really, we, could, we couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't bet them at, uh, at the odds. So it's a game that I would rather be watching and not having any financial interest in. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Really, really difficult one uh, to call. Uh, moving on to Sunday, Chelsea take on Newcastle United. Lots of noise around Chelsea at the moment, given the recent news regarding Roman Abramovich. Newcastle have hit some form. Uh, in fact, they're one of the form teams in the Premier League. So any chance of an upset here, maybe? Definitely, definitely a chance of an upset. I mean, I, I've been opposing Chelsea in recent weeks after these Ukraine uh, the problems in Ukraine and the sanctions that uh, Abramovich has, has been put under, and, and I've lost money on both occasions. You know, I opposed him last week against Burnley. I went unders at halftime. It was nil nil. We thought we could win the money. I also made a claim for Burnley to win the game, and I also bet Norwich to beat them at, at twelve to one. But I think it, it has to have, it has to, it has to cause a problem at some stage. Um, I mean, the, the budgets they have to, to travel has been reduced. The players have got so much uncertainty. There's talk, I read the article today, that there was the talk they could go bust. Um, whether that, that happens or not, it's a report in the newspaper here. Um, there's talk of going into administration with points deduction. That has to have an effect at some stage. I don't care what you say. But I did mention to you last week on the on the betcast that if there's one side that just sort of thrives in these kind of conditions, it's Chelsea. It's a big test for Newcastle. Um, I mean, they're unbeaten in eight, one six. Eddie Howe's been named the the, uh, the manager of the month. Uh, Chelsea at minus three fifteen. I mean, I certainly couldn't back Chelsea at minus three fifteen. Newcastle are ten to one, and the draw is plus four twenty five. I could throw a little bit of pizza money on Newcastle at double figure prices. I really could. Um, but I think the best way to play it for me and for the more professional better would be for, to bet Newcastle on the Asian handicap plus one and a half goals. So that is minus one full team. So the only way you're going to lose is if Chelsea win by two goals. Um, and that would probably be the best way. I mean, I, I, think, I, think, Chelsea, I think Chelsea will struggle more in the Champions League than uh, anything. I think once they go away in the Champions League, it's going to be, really be a struggle for them. But um, they should beat Newcastle. They're, 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 and, and one team does... Does just they just galvanise under the when the backs against all they, they seem to thrive Chelsea, and um, yeah, there is a small claim for Newcastle at 10, 10 to one, but I think the better way to bet with Newcastle is to get bet them plus one and a half on the Asian, and the only way we will lose is if Newcastle win by a two goal margin, which against an informed Newcastle I, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Great point. Uh, good way of looking at it. Moving on to Everton versus Wolves. You mentioned Everton's dismal performance at Spurs just recently. Wolves got back on track with a win uh, last night over Watford. Your take on this one? Well, Everton, Everton are in serious trouble. I mean, um, they've got a rookie manager, a, a manager I don't really rate, Frank Lampard. I mean, he's never going to, he wouldn't expect it to be in this position with this Everton side. But their big problems are on the road and not at home. They seem to get results at, at, at uh, home to Goodison Park and, and they raised their game in big matches. You know, they played really well against Manchester City in their last home game. Should have got a penalty, never got the penalty. Um, but they're plus 135. I mean, uh, you, you couldn't bet Everton plus 135. If the Wolves that we've seen in certain matches season do show up, like the scene that, that, that the plus 230 Wolves could be a big, big, big price. But I, I'm leaning towards the draw here again. I mean, plus 220 is the draw. We know how many games Wolves draw, specifically at half-time. Uh, Everton have the luxury uh, in this game, knowing that what happened in the Brentford-Burnley game, I think that's a big advantage. Um, you know, you want to be going second, I think, sometimes if, when you know what's happened in other games where you're involved in a relegation battle. Um, yeah, but 
I, I couldn't bet Everton at plus one thirty-five with your money, Harry. But um, I think I couldn't really make a case for Wolves either at plus two thirty. I mean, the draw here just just looked probably the angle at plus two twenty. Um, but I expected a performance from Everton because they were so bad uh, against Tottenham, and at home I think they'll the, 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 the fans at Goodison Park will, will lift them and will demand the performance. And um, they're not scoring goals, which is a big, big concern. I don't think they've scored in the last four Premier League games. So that is a big worry for Everton supporters. And um, they've got to get something. They've got to get something because their running is tough. But I think the, the, I think the draw here, a point, is probably the best they can hope for against the, a wall side. We never really know when to hit them. Some weeks they're brilliant, some weeks they're not so good. And um, with that sort of question mark over walls, I think the draw would be the best way to play. Leeds take on Norwich at Ellen Road. Another defeat for Leeds last night, Nigel. They're in serious trouble. They've sacked the manager. They've changed it all up and it still isn't working. Is this the weekend that they're going to put some points on the board? They've got to. They have to. You know, if they don't win this game, then the relegation is a serious threat to them. Um, I I, I mean, Jesse Marsh, the guy who's coming, the American boss, the third American uh, manager to, to take charge of a team in the Premier League, um, he's got a tough act to follow in, in, in Bielsa. I mean, it's, it's Leeds is a club that it, when it turns, it could go really nasty for Jesse Marsh. He seems like a really nice guy. He seems really, really committed. He seems excellent in his, in his interviews, you know, and, and he's done good jobs, but this could be a poison chalice for him. I mean, it, it, it does. That, that club could, he could be number, he could be enemy number one, you know, and because just because he's fought, gone into follow Bielsa, I think getting rid of Bielsa was a terrible decision. Um, Agreed. He knew what to do with the players, he knew how to do it. But uh, apparently, I heard that a lot of the injuries um, at Leeds, they sort of pinned on the door of Bielsa because of the training regime he had. And, you know, I think a lot of the players were, were a little bit disillusioned with where they were going, training, and that, that ultimately, the injuries have cost them this season. They need their big players back. Bamford could be back for this one. Uh, 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 Calvin Phillips, um, they need them back quick. Uh, and when they get them in, they should be enough to beat Norwich. But the amount of goals they've conceded, they've conceded at least three goals in six of their last eight Premier League games. They've lost the last six. This match here just looks like... I know Leeds haven't scored yet for the new manager, but they've still created chances. They were very unlucky to lose against Leicester 1-0. The amount of chances they've created. But I think both teams will score yes here. I think it's, Leeds have got to go all out. This is their. This is the game they've got to highlight. They've got to win. And I think they'll throw everything at it. But conceding so many goals that they do, I think both teams will score here as a yes is, is the best way. And over two and a half goals as well. I wouldn't bet Leeds at minus 175. I wouldn't bet Norwich at plus 460. But I certainly think there's goals. Moving on to West Ham versus Aston Villa. West Ham come into this fresh off the back of a defeat in Seville uh, in European competition. Uh, Aston Villa have hit a bit of form of late as well. Aston Villa playing really, really well. Uh, I mean, Philippe Coutinho is playing since great. We could turn out to be one of the signings of the season, really. I think uh, that's what Stephen Gerrard did there. Uh, he's scoring goals. He's creating chances. They're creating lots and lots of chances. They're a young, hungry side. Uh, they're playing for the manager. And there's a feel-good factor at Aston Villa. Um, West Ham, on what was sort of going to be a great season to that Champions League, it's something to sort of fizzle out a little bit at the London Stadium. Um, they haven't won in the last three. They've lost their last three matches. And the one thing is, is this match against Seville, uh, the return leg on Thursday, is a huge, huge match for West Ham. Massive, massive, massive. They're only 1-0 down. 
against a team with such a great record in the Europa League that um, I think they'll fancy their chances. They're, they're without Jared Bowen. He's a big blow for them. Probably, the best, you know, apart from Declan Rice, who's brilliant every week, I think Jared Bowen's probably been the best player at West Ham this season. Without him, and with that game on Thursday, I think it's a, it's a, it's some, it's a good, big advantage for Aston Villa. I like Aston Villa to win this game. I think plus 225 Villa is a big price. The bet for me, though, would be Aston Villa plus a half, where we get the draw as well. I think that's, a, you know, the draw or Aston Villa plus a half. I love that. I really do like that bet. Um, I think the timing could be superb to play West Ham, given their form, given the injuries they have. They probably will rest a few players because if they you know, if they beat Seville, they'll believe that we can win the, uh, the Europa League and get into the Champions League that way because that's their best option because their league form has definitely suffered. So I think the timing couldn't be better for Villa. Um, they've won two, three or four on the bounce now, scoring goals, scored three, in, uh, they scored nine in the last three games, averaging three a game. And um, I think that um, they can win the game at plus 225, definitely. But I think the better play will be Villa plus a half. The final game on Sunday is Arsenal versus Leicester. That one comes from Emirates Stadium. Um, Nigel, what are you thinking going into this one? Everybody's making Arsenal, um, you know, strong favourites here because of their recent run of form. Leicester can be tricky opponents though, can't they? Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, if someone said to me, who's going to win the game? I'd say Arsenal. But to, to bet them at minus 195, not a chance. I mean, Leicester are bigger than 5 to 1. I think that's a big price. Draw is plus 360. Um, Arsenal played really well going forward against Watford. Scored some great goals, great movement. Saka was superb. Uh, Odegaard has been brilliant in recent weeks. But defensively, for the first time in... in I, I thought they were getting their defence sorted. And um, defensively, they, they looked a bit um, all at sea for a couple of goals. Conceded two against Watford. They don't score against anybody. That would be a bit of a concern for me. I think Arsenal will probably edge it. Uh, but at minus 195, no way would I be betting Arsenal. Um, I think both teams will score as a yes. I mean, there's no Vardy for Leicester, I think. I think Vardy's, no, Vardy's out. That's a big, big blow for them. And if Vardy was there, his pace, I think, would cause big problems for them. So that takes a huge sort of goal-scoring threat for Leicester. But I think probably a correct score would be Arsenal 2-1, Arsenal 3-1, something like that. Um, but I do think goals, despite uh, Vardy not playing, I think Arsenal will, will edge it, but um, I think they have nervy moments. I, I don't think it's going to be as easy as these odds of minus 195 that Bet Rivers suggest. Yeah, and I agree with you. Coming from an Arsenal man. Uh, moving on to the final game of the round, which takes place on Monday. Crystal Palace uh, entertain Manchester City at Selhurst Park. Remember, Crystal Palace won at Manchester City earlier in the season. Well, Crystal Palace, I think I've told you this before, I think Crystal Palace over the last three seasons, if you bet one team each week uh, for $10, Crystal Palace would be the team that makes you the most money than any other team because they seem to win big games at big odds away from home. When they went to Manchester, I think they were like 33 to 1 to win and they won. And they did that a couple of seasons ago. Liverpool, they've, they've had big wins. and um, But it's at home, surprisingly, really, because Man- Crystal Palace is such a great atmospheric ground at Selhurst Park that you would expect them to do, do better at home. But under the lights on a Monday night live in front of the city, it's the kind of game that Palace will uh, really be up for. It. The, the crowd will be electric. They've got the Champions of England coming and they'll really give it a go. Um, Match, 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 Man City just have too much quality, don't they? I mean, they just they have so many different quality players all around the pitch. Man City are minus 315. 
I would never bet anyone at minus 315 away from home in the Premier League, especially at Crystal Palace on a Monday night with the stadium rocking. Uh, again, I think goals would be the way forward. Man City do concede. Um, they just come back on a, of a nil-nil draw against Sport in Lisbon, but uh, the game is already over from the first leg. Um, I think Man City will have to, actually got a goal out for the win. Obviously, if Liverpool win against Brighton, the pressure's on them. But um, I think there could be a couple of goals here again. I think both teams will score yes, over two and a half yes. But um, Palace are doing really, really well. But uh, if you speak to Palace fans, uh, I've got, where I live, there's a lot of Palace fans. My brother's a Palace fan. I think it's all about the FA Cup for them now. They want to win. They want to beat Everton, get to Wembley. They're already planning that we get to, to Wembley and, and the FA Cup. And when teams like Palace are involved in an FA Cup quarterfinal, semi-final, their league form does dip, especially when they have nothing to play for. But I think on this game, they'll, it will be a cracking atmosphere. I think they'll put in a show, but I think for Palace supporters, it's all about the FA Cup. So I think Man City will edge, and I think this will be a really good watch. I'm going to go for both teams to score yes and the over on the total goals. Brilliant stuff. Uh, just before we move into this week's Parlay Best Bets and Dog of the Week, just a quick reminder, if you're watching us via YouTube, make sure you hit the like button and make sure you are subscribed to the Bet Rivers Network YouTube channel. Also, make sure you're following Bet Rivers across all social media platforms. It's simple. It's at Bet Rivers. Uh, get involved and show some love to the uh, platform, of course. Uh, Nigel, let's have then your Parlay of the Week. Uh, this is my favourite part of the podcast every week. So I always look forward to this bit. Right, I've, gone, I've gone for um, for five teams. They've uh, okay. got two in the Premier League. Uh, first one is Aston Villa plus a half at uh, West Ham. I think it's a great time to play West Ham. They've got the Europa League second leg against Seville in a game that's finally poised at 1-0. And uh, without Jared Bowen, I think it takes a bit of an edge away from West Ham. So I'm going to go for Aston Villa in form, Aston Villa plus a half against West Ham. So we've got Villa and the draw on our side there. I think it could potentially be a draw. The other bet in the Premier League is Newcastle plus one and a half against Chelsea. I'm going to keep doing it. I keep opposing Chelsea. To my cost, it's been. But I think they will get beat at a big price by someone when the pressure gets too much for them. And, you know, I'm happy to lose last week against Burnley. I'm happy to lose against Norwich. But if you get them beat at 10 to 1, then there's justification in it because you're going to show profit. You know, it's not like we're betting at minus or evens or, or minus 110 or something. So I'm going to go for Newcastle plus one and a half, as long as they don't lose by more than two goals. I'm staying in England in League Two. I'm going for Bristol Rovers to beat Harrogate. Um, Bristol Rovers are managed by Joey Barton, a former Newcastle, uh, Queen's Park Rangers and uh, Manchester City midfield, a bit of a hothead. Start of the season, they were the bookies' favourites to win that division and they were dreadful. They were in the bottom three or bottom four for long periods. Since the turn of the year, they've been superb. Um, they're two points off a playoff spot um, and their form is, is brilliant. And they play Harrogate, who were top of the division at the start of the season and now they're, they're languishing in 14th. They're going in the opposite direction. They have nothing to play for whatsoever. And I think the incentive is for Bristol Rovers. I'm going to go for a low price one in Italy. I'm going to go for AC Milan to beat Empoli. AC Milan going for the title. Um, I think they'll get the job done against Empoli. Uh, and I'm going for another one. I'm going for a team in France. Strasbourg, draw no bet against Monaco. Um, I'm going to go for Strasbourg here. With the, with the, if it's a draw, it's a push. Uh, Monaco, again, it's a, it's a player. Of, Strasbourg are doing really well. They're, they're fifth in the French League. They're only four points off second. One of the, probably the best team, surprising team this season and what they've done. 
Uh, Monaco are in eighth, not doing that well domestically. But they have another big Europa League game on Thursday. They're 2-0 down from the first leg against Braga. They've got Braga at home. I think they'll prioritise that because they're, they're not going to do anything in the league. They're not going to make Champions League. Whereas Strasbourg are pushing for, for European places in the, in the French League and doing really well. So Strasbourg draw no bet against Monaco. Now that pays about 14 to 1. So Aston Villa plus a half, Newcastle plus one and a half on the Asian handicap, Bristol Rovers to beat Harrogate, AC Milan to beat Empoli in Italy, and Strasbourg draw no bet against Monaco in France. Brilliant stuff. Uh, let's move on to your best bet of the week then. What have you got for us? What have you uh, highlighted? The best bet of the week is in England's League Two, and that is Bristol Rovers to beat Harrogate. Bristol Rovers, like I said, flying at the moment, pushing up the table, looking for the playoffs. Joey Barton is the manager. He's suddenly got the players playing. He brought some players in the transfer window. I think they've only lost two games in 2022. And they play a Harrogate side who are going in completely the opposite direction and absolutely nothing at all to play for. So Bristol Rovers to beat Harrogate around about even. So I think a bit lower than even, minus 110 uh, in England's League 2. Brilliant stuff. And your dog of the week. What's the... Uh, who's the underdog this week that you fancy to spring a surprise? I was very tempted, very tempted to, to bet Newcastle uh, at, at 10 to 1. But um, I'm going to go for something a little bit left field. And it's, it's purely statistical based. And it's a lot to do with um, Europa League again and the fixtures in the Europa League. Atalanta played Genoa at the weekend in Italy. Now, Atalanta, over the last... Three or four, two, three or four seasons have been probably the most entertaining team to watch in Italy. Scores so many goals, concede so many goals, but gradually they're, they're they're changing their their way they play. Uh, not so offensive, you know. They did, but they just played a massive game uh, in, yesterday in the Europa League uh, against. I think it was by by Leverkusen, wasn't it? it was three yep. two, a three two against by Leverkusen, and that return leg again is on Thursday. So that's a huge, huge game, and they played Genoa at the weekend. Uh, now, Genoa are the draw specialists in Italy. They've drawn nine of their last 11 matches. A lot of nil-nils in that period. Um, the, the, the last four times, uh, the, the last four matches for Genoa, three of them have been nil-nil. Um, when these two met earlier in the season, it was nil-nil. And uh, four of the last six matches between these two sides have been draws as well. Um and I think given that Atalanta play Leverkusen on Thursday in the Europa League, a tournament against, I think they, they, Atalanta will think they can win. And give Genoa being just a draw, you know, they're very defensive-minded. I think this game could drab out to a non-event. So I was looking at the draw in this game at plus 425, but I thought, you know, if we're going to go for the draw, why don't we just, history says nil-nil. So I'm going to go for the nil-nil draw. Atalanta against Genoa, which is thirteen to one. Um, I think that's just, I think that's a little bit of value there. Just just purely on the history between the two sides, current form for Genoa, the draw specialists, and the fact that Atalanta have a huge game on Thursday in the Europa League, and I think they may just fizzle, this game might fizzle out to a none of it. So Atalanta Genoa nil nil draw. But if you do get the option to bet no goal scorer, bet that rather than nil nil because obviously if it's an own goal you'll get paid out on no goal score, even though the scoreline will finish 1-0. Brilliant stuff. I like that one. I do. I, I really do. Um, 
Right, that's brought us to the end of the podcast. Just a quick reminder that there is no in-play betcast this week, of course, because there is just one game at 3pm and it's not exactly a glamorise it uh, between Brentford and Burnley, as uh, previously discussed. Don't forget to give us a follow. Follow at BetRivers on all social media platforms. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube channel. Leave us an audio review if that's the way you take in the content and make sure you give Nigel a follow at Sealy underscore Nigel. I checked it this week to make sure I got it right, Nigel. Didn't want to give the wrong handle. Uh, We'll be back very, very soon with more. Until next time, take care of yourselves and best of luck. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly English Premier League on the Bet Rivers Network. 